Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello and welcome to Join News at 6. The news is live on Joe 99.7 FM and hits 103.9 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we on love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including ATL FM, Cape Coast, Might FM, Tamalik, Bewa Radio, Yendi, Anin Kligi FM, Bole, Get Radio TV, and online content on the MyJoyOnline.com interactive app for Android and iOS devices. Coming up, attacks in Bokus back exodus of companies as fear grips doctors, teachers, and nurses. Businessmen in their stores are being shut down and closed because at any point in time you can be attacked and killed in your own home or even at your website. No one is safe. There are a lot of bullets all over. Also, labor unions insist government must reverse a decision to impose VAT on non-lifeline residential electricity consumers as they threaten massive unrest after a week. They should withdraw that letter because we are not ready to pay any more taxes on electricity. Oh, well, let me say it bluntly. We will engage in industrial action. In business. World Bank Board approves $300 million for Ghana to support some budgetary projects and stabilize the economy. Details on the Joy Business Report. And later, the GFA sacks Chris Hilton, dissolves technical team for Ghana's exit at Afghan. If you're asking me about myself personally, then as head coach, I've not done well enough in this competition. These are more coming up with me, Mami Sinyamicha Thompson. Details shortly. In our first story, fear has gripped Boko after a truck attack surged the toll there to 13. The situation has prompted an exodus of workers and companies from the town. Doctors, teachers and nurses find themselves living in constant fear of reprisals. According to them, bustling businesses have shut their doors and many workers are leaving town. Dr. Dennis Delary is the acting general manager of the Presbyterian Hospital in Boko. It's true that a lot of people... Um, a lot of organizations in town have left, but um, at the hospital we are still at post. We 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 are giving our best. Um, the numbers obviously have dropped, maybe because um, people are afraid to, to come out or maybe to seek help care from 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 from, from our facility. We we, we 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 are not we are not obviously operating at our peak, like I said, because the patient numbers probably obviously are low. Some staff who are, are also uncomfortable with the with the, with the, with the situation, and uh, some have actually left town. Well, other workers have also been expressing fear over attacks. If the managers are tampering with the condition of service, we will draw our services, and that is. 
We are very sorry for that wrong insert. Let's move on. Labour unions stand firm, demanding that government must reverse its decision to impose a value-added tax on non-lifeline residential electricity consumers, warning of potential widespread unrest if the one-week ultimatum elapses. In a recent taxation move, the government decreed that consumers about the poorest paid the tax. The union strongly object to this measure and have called on government, the Electricity Company of Ghana and the Ghana Revenue Authority to overturn the decision. While the ECG acknowledges that the tax law passed in 2013 remained unimplemented, it asserts its inability to reverse the decision. Leila Abubakari is external communications manager at the ECG. The sentiment out there generally isn't good because of the economic hardships that a lot of people are facing. Unfortunately, our legal ammunition does not come in for us to advocate in any effective manner for the customer. In any case, this is a law that has been passed and should have been implemented. By law, it should have been implemented in 2013. And if there's any amendment that can happen, that would have to happen between different factions in government. But Deputy Secretary General of the TUC Joshua Ansel says their decision is non-negotiable. He spoke with Evans Mensah on Top Story. We will never be okay. We are not okay and I don't think we'll be okay. They should withdraw that letter because we are not ready to pay any more taxes on electricity. Whether it's beneficial to them or whatever it is. But there was no engagement and this directive has come out. So how do you expect us to engage? All labor is calling for is a total withdrawal of that paper, of that directive by 31st of this month. It is enough. Taxes is enough. No negotiations about this one at all because government knows what it's doing. You heard Deputy Secretary General of the TUC, Joshua, answer there. The management of the University of Ghana has been compelled to move lectures for hundreds of first-year students online following an industrial action by Senior Staff Association and the Teachers and Educational Workers Union, TEWU. Contact hours at the library have also been reduced from 14 to 9 hours. The Senior Staff Association of the Ligon Branch and TEWU were yesterday stopped by the police for reportedly demonstrating without a permit, a claim that groups deny. Some students say the strike has begun affecting their studies. For the lecture halls, some are working currently and most of them have also been closed. So for instance, there's a whole a lecture hall at JQB that they have lectures there. Some have been closed and some are working. The level 100, for instance, I talked to a lady who is in level 100 who I asked whether she went to class yesterday and she informed me that when she went to class, they were told that the class has been cancelled purposely because of the strike. We are having a congregation for exam. We are congregation for graduation, and some were going for their gowns, and they were told that the driver to bring the gowns is on strike. The driver to bring the gowns is on strike. So I just imagine. So sad things in here. Just something that you just have to just ignore and just accept the facts. Well, Teo chairman at the Legon brand, Ken Butry, warned that they'll be compelled to lock exams and lecture halls if government does not cede their request. If the managers are tempering with the condition of service, we will draw our services. And that is, that is it. No exams will go on. All the examination halls will be locked up. All the necessary tools that will be used for the examination will be locked up. Yes, that's what is going to happen. Meanwhile, the Executive Secretary of the NLC, Ufusa Samoa, says they have summoned the striking university senior staff in tail, but described the process adapted to embark on the industrial action as wrong. Solidarity strikes are allowed by law, except that the process they went through was wrong. 
You see, in any form of strike, you must notify the commission. But they just brought the letter at the time when they have, this, the, uh, they have engaged in the strike already. But in any case, well, the commission will decide on it tomorrow. Well, the Electoral Commission has justified its proposal to shift the voting date for both the presidential and parliamentary elections from December 7 to November 7. The EC also advocated election days to be designated as national holidays. These proposals were presented during the Inter-Party Advisory Committee meeting on Monday. Deputy Chairman of the Commission in charge of corporate services, Dr. Bosman Asari, said the proposal stemmed from reforms presented by the political parties in 2015. We gave a reason that the time for the EC to work on organizing the elections within uh, three weeks will be very, very tight. And beyond that, the time for the inauguration, you have a new government, and an old government living office, the time will be too short. So we gave those reasons for why we think that what was adopted in 2015 will still be relevant in 2024. So we, we told the parties that it came from them, they should support so that all of us who work in tandem to ensure that we are able to change, have enough days in the event of a runoff, we'll be able to implement it successfully. Dr. Bosman added that political parties also agreed for the day of voting to be declared a public holiday. Actually, we discussed two things, uh, changing the election election date to a day possibly in November. Then secondly, making the day of elections a public holiday. Those were the two main issues that were discussed yesterday. And the public holiday was an acceptance yes. of that? Yes, because we made it clear to them that in 2020, we, we succeeded in making IPAC and the Electoral Commission wrote uh, to the chief of staff to uh, work on making December 7, 2020 a public holiday. And we're going to have a, a very high voter turnout. Away from the EC, controversial South African politician Julius Malema says Ghanaian leaders must bow down their heads in shame for doing little to stop the killing of women and children in Gaza. Speaking at an event dubbed a dialogue with Malema, organized by pressure group Arise Ghana, he said the world must unite and call for a stop of what he describes as a massacre of innocent women and children by Israel. Shame on the leadership of Ghana for saying they support what is happening against the people of Gaza. They must be ashamed of themselves because any African who knows what settlers do when they settle in your country will never support that nonsense that is happening in Palestine. Away from that, the Ghana Football Association has sacked Black Stars coach Chris Hilton. The association in a statement issued on Tuesday on its website said the GFA wishes to announce that Chris Hilton has been relieved of his duties as head coach of the senior national team with immediate effect. The executive council also decided to dissolve the technical team of the Black Stars. The GFA said it will in the coming days provide a roadmap on the future of the team. Before this, Chris Hilton had already claimed responsibility for Ghana's last-minute changes against Mozambique, which led to the Black Stars exiting the group stage of the AFCON. If you're asking me about um, the results that we've had and the performances that we've had, um, we have not been good. If you're asking me about myself personally, then as head coach, I've not done well enough in this competition. We have played three games. As I've said, we've conceded. Two goals in, in. 
And you heard sacked coach of the senior national team, Chris Hutin. That's how we end the bulletin in our top story. Attacks in Boko spark exodus of companies as fear grips doctors, teachers and nurses. Business is next on the Super Morning Show. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.